Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Ken Price. He's with the uh, Power Analyzers Group at uh, Tektronics, and we're going to talk about the challenges in power test, especially with all of the pressures on the designer nowadays. Isn't that right, Ken? Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. How are you? Glad to be here. Oh, I'm doing very well. Glad to have you here. I'm always dragging people on the show to talk about the Internet of Things and the smart grid and all of this other, but the bottom line is there's no precision without feedback, and every single one of these things is going to require tests at every stage. So uh, we're talking about power and power tests right now. So what are the challenges you're currently tackling? Well, we're uh, trying to serve customer needs, of course, and uh, being in test and measurement, we're trying to help our customers solve challenges around testing the devices that they're designing these days. And in the power and power conversion realm, uh, they're subject to a number of kind of high-level trends. Um, some of those center around trying to reduce overall power consumption, and that's especially true in mobile and battery-powered devices. But it's also true in, in line-connected or grid-connected devices, too, um, mm-hmm. where uh, better efficiency is a figure of merit, but also uh, reduction of overall power usage or consumption. So, right. well, and then there's tremendous. There are tremendous demands at, at every level, though. I mean, we're talking. There's government demands at the regulatory level. The consumers are going nuts about battery life. Everybody and their brother is going. Nuts. I mean, people are looking at power today in a way they never looked at it ten years ago. That's true, and and part of that is because of the trend towards uh, mobile devices and battery power. But some of that is also pressures of increasing population growth and power usage and uh, the the, uh, essential situation of conflict that puts up with finite resources and uh, uh, trying not to to grow or proliferate the power generation at the same rate that uh, consumer uh, power usage is increasing. Well, this is so the end, the end result here is that, that our, the designers that we serve are, for various reasons, trying to increase the efficiency of their power conversion, and they're trying to reduce overall consumption. And part of that is to meet, uh, you mentioned, uh, regulatory demands. That, that's a growing area where more and more of the regulations are requiring lower standby power draw, so uh, trying to eliminate uh, the, the ghost current or ghost power. Um, and trying to uh, create over, overall uh, higher efficiency in devices. Got you, got um, you. Well, and, and, and the other side of the coin is money. I mean, it's getting to the point where I think eventually between the Internet of Things and the smart grid, you're going to have what I call, I'm, I'm starting to call negotiated power, where a device attached to the grid is going to basically look at the spot energy prices depending upon the task done and may actually shift the task depending upon the spot price of energy. Yeah, I know that's happening with uh, some systems such as even uh, residential solar systems that are selling power back to the grid at certain times a day and consuming at other times a day. So yeah, that's starting to emerge. Right, or industrial processes or even your washing machine. You turn on your washing machine at noon and it doesn't go on until 8 o'clock at night. Right. Right. So um, designers of these devices and the, the ones that we're focusing on with this latest product introduction are uh, generally designing and testing new devices in the consumer electronics space or in audiovisual equipment or even uh, office equipment, but even appliances. Uh, so 
you mentioned the washing machine. That's uh, that kind of thing is even a target um, for the new power analyzer that we are just about to introduce. And right. Well, the second every, every uh, second instrument. Were, pardon me. Every watt's important now. Every watt is important. Exactly. And uh, one of the uh, one of the challenges that these customers uh, that we serve are facing. Well, there's a number of them. One is the uh, increasing need to uh, be more and more efficient, and device efficiencies, conversion efficiency now is getting up uh, into the uh, 90%, 95% and higher uh, conversion efficiencies. And so trying to resolve those small increases in performance uh, has an impact on the measuring equipment, uh, and you need uh, more and more accurate measurements and, and better uh, resolution at very uh, small degrees of improvement. So that's something that's uh, impacting uh, the solutions that we bring to market. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then also, there are, uh, well, go ahead, please. Um, well, there are other things. Um, switching speeds are increasing. Another way of increasing efficiency, of course, uh, increase the, uh, the switch rate, and that's being impacted not only by the, the design goals, but also the availability of new semiconductor technologies like GAN and uh, silicon carbide. So right. the well, actually, switching that was, speeds that was, are going up. That's what I was up. about to bring up. Yeah? That was exactly what I was going to bring up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and bringing, you know, mention these new, there are all these new technologies that are also challenging in their own way. Exactly. Um, oh, tell one us of the other things that we new see. device. I uh, beg your pardon? I apologize. Um, tell, I was going to say, say, tell us a little bit more about the device then, unless you wanted to say a little bit more about the space before moving on to the device more in detail. Well, just one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, when we're talking about things like uh, trying to characterize standby power, and typically um, uh, someone testing these devices will be trying to meet the regulatory requirements for something like Energy Star or EcoDesign or uh, some of the IEC standards. And that also means very, very low level or low current measurements and trying to maintain precision down in very, very low levels of milliamps or microamps in many cases of, of current uh, measurement where these devices are getting better and better at uh, reducing their, their standby power demand. So the, um, I'm happy to talk about our new product. Um, it's the second um, product in our portfolio of power analyzers. Uh, the first one was a multi-phase, three-phase or multi-phase uh, analyzer. This one is a single-phase uh, power analyzer, and it's really targeted at these single-phase plug-connected devices like mm-hmm. the uh, the consumer electronics or the chargers for those things or the washing machine or microwave or what have you. Uh, so it's um, a little brother, if you will, to the first uh, uh, multi-channel analyzer that we brought out and really um, – purpose-built for these single-phase applications. So that, that means um, not only that it, uh, it's kind of smaller and at a different price point and, uh, and geared towards one channel or single phase, but also that it has uh, the facility to kind of make the, the target applications make those jobs easier for the, the customers that we serve. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody and their brother talks about big data now. Are, do, you, do you have any? Uh, does this device have any capabilities to re- be able to report all of this information? Because someone's going to eventually going to want to start collating this data and doing big number analysis on it. Can the device also uh, help the engineer collect the data and store it? 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so one of the things uh, that's an attribute of this instrument is that it's, it's uh, really built for communication with the outside world. So you know, measuring or collecting the data is only uh, only the first part of the story. Um, so we've got several different uh, communication ports built into the instrument as standard features, um, Ethernet, uh, USB, even GPIB in this, as well as a front panel port for uh, collecting data to a thumb drive. Um, but at the other end of that uh, that communications connection is the software that we're uh, offering, which is actually a free download from our website, and it's called PowerView, or P-W-R-V-I-E-W. And um, that is a Windows-based software that allows remote control and setup of the instrument, um, data download or measurement download from the instrument. But uh, perhaps more importantly, uh, is geared towards offering real ease of use or simplicity in setting up some of these tests. So for instance, um, if you're trying to uh, uh, measure for compliance to the standby power, uh, one of the regulatory requirements like IEC 62301, um, there is a, a wizard-driven interface that asks a few questions and then says click here to go. It then sets up the analyzer, runs the measurements that are needed for that particular standard, um, downloads them, uh, shows you a progressive uh, plot of what values are being collected and lets you know when you've, uh, you've got enough data to satisfy the, reg the requirements of that particular regulation and asks if you want to print out a PDF report that's suitable for, uh, for sending in to an agency. So uh, the software is a, a real key companion to the hardware of the instrument itself and a, a real aid in trying to simplify the, the job that some of these uh, uh, test engineers have to do. Well, and that's all, that's all key, right? Everything is so tied together to the, the tool is now the software, is now the application space, is now the design space. It, it, it's all a gestalt now. You really have to be on top of every facet. Exactly. So uh, we've tried to design this instrument to have the level of precision, the high speed, all those things to meet the basic measurement demands uh, that our customers are telling us they need as the designs get more complex and, and faster. Um, but also the usability side, uh, especially with, the, uh, with the, the PC software, to try and take some of the complexity out of setting it up to make those measurements. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't you impress us with a couple of specs? Pull a couple, give us a couple of very impressive measurement specs out of the device. Well, let's see. Um, so the uh, measurement bandwidth is 1 megahertz, which is uh, uh, generally best in class. The... Uh, the basic accuracy is 0.05% for voltage and similar for current. Um, and so uh, a very high level of precision, which is one of the things that a, power, a dedicated power analyzer offers, is very high uh, vertical accuracy, thinking like a scope company here. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But you need, again, uh, you need that level of precision to be able to resolve uh, the small increases in performance that uh, some of these engineers are trying to get. Um, let's see, harmonic analysis is also important for some of these applications, so that's a standard feature up to the 50th harmonic. Um, and one of the things that sets this instrument apart is the fact that it has uh, dual range current shunts built in. So uh, you want to be able to measure up to 20 amps for any uh, normal single phase line connected device. But uh, when you get into an area like standby power, uh, the current draw can go down into a very few milliamps or microamps, and um, 
to assure that you're not down in the, the noise of that higher range, we have uh, a low range shunt in the instrument that uh, has one amp maximum so that it's, uh, it maintains resolution down in those very, very low current measurements. Uh, again, making sure that you have the precision you need for the job. Well, exactly, and, and, and with, without the precision, the, the, the test device obviously has to be more precise than the circuit it's testing, so you really have to push the envelope because these engineers are really designing some efficient circuits now. Exactly. So um, are there any other last thoughts you'd like to give our audience or tips? or, or Definitely give us the URL for the device. Um, before we close... Well, that would be uh, www.tektronics.com, and uh, then you can um, go to... You can navigate several different ways on the website by application or by product category, but you can go to product category and power analyzers is in the drop-down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, any, any final thoughts or advice for the audience before we close out the episode? Um, I appreciate the chance to uh, do one of your podcasts here, and um, this is just one of the, the new products that uh, Tektronix has and, and the latest addition to our portfolio for serving power designers, and that includes a range of other solutions, including curve tracers and uh, scopes and high-voltage probes and current probes and so forth. Um, so we're, mm-hmm. we're adding to an already strong portfolio with uh, one more addition to the portfolio. There you go. And we'll bring you back, Ken, because test is such a critical thing. Uh, I like to get uh, my more knowledgeable guests back on the show as often as humanly possible, so I'll definitely drag you back downstream. Thanks very much, Alex. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>